This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take, for Monday, January the 30th, on a day where the Vancouver Canucks traded their captain, their center, their leading goal scorer, Bo Horvat, to the New York Islanders. And I am thrilled that I have a most amazing special guest who's going to join me in a few minutes. Once you see who this person is, your eyes are going to light up. I know mine did when I saw this person. They're waiting for us backstage. So I'll get to that person in about three or four minutes. Let me get through my regular intro first, and then you'll be glad that you are here. So right off the bat, moderators, thank you in advance. Members, legends, Hall of Fame franchise members, thanks to all of you and everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my beautiful neighborhood in Steveston and Richmond, city, lower mainland, province, country, continent, or around the world, thank you. I know that you could be watching, doing anything else, getting ready for school, bed, work, all three, but the fact that you are here with me tonight, I always appreciate you. I never take you for granted. So you can always donate, get the donation train out of the station. I want you to subscribe so you can get active in the chat section like the video you're not necessarily liking the fact that bo horvat got traded but you're liking the fact that we're together tonight breaking it down and that i have a special guest to help break it down you can also like i said leave donations become a member upgrade your membership leave a comment is the most important thing get active in the chat section if you're listening on a podcast platform make sure you rate and review and finally i will go with my guests for the first 20 minutes or so then I will turn it over to you. I was going to go to bed early tonight, but too much stuff happened. I didn't even get to cut my hair. I promised a haircut, but obviously that didn't happen either. You're going to have to just, uh, you know, survive with fuzzy wuzzy over here. But enough of that. Let's get to the news of the day. And before we get started, Lucas Gates, I want to acknowledge Lucas's donation. Thank you, Lucas. Getting the donation train out of the station. Choo-choo. $5 donation. Let's give Lucas some love. Thanks, Bo. Best of luck on the island like sub and become a member very quickly i'll break this down vancouver canucks trade ufa you're going to be a ufa bo horvat to the new york islanders for three pieces ford anthony bovillier prospect atu ratu and a protected first round pick what does that mean well if the islanders get the picks between 1 and 12 in this year's draft they get to keep that pick and then we get their 2024 pick, no matter where it is, whether it's first overall or 32nd overall. So that's what a protected pick means. If it's picks 1 through 12, the Islanders keep it. If it's not picks 1 through 12, it's 13 to 32, we get it to go along with our other first-round picks. So we're going to have either two first-round picks either this year or next year. I'm going to let you talk. I did a quick poll up there. I'm looking at it right now. As you guys are entering, I said, what do you think of this trade? Do you love it, like it? dislike it or hate it and the results are in they don't add up to 100 as usual they add up to 99 because of rounding only 10 percent love it 40 percent 46 like it 30 dislike it and 13 hate it so that's pretty close that's 56 of you percent saying like or love 43 percent of you saying dislike or hate so that's kind of interesting i will share my my opinion but really quickly 
given that Horvat is not guaranteed to re-sign on the island after the season, I actually think the Canucks did pretty well. And uh, my guest will help me break this down, but Beauvillier could turn out to be a good middle six piece. Ratu could be an amazing piece. In essence, replace replace Horvat in three to five years. And this first round draft pick, you can package it with your other pick. It could be a lottery pick in 2024 if the Islanders suck. Not that I'm hoping that they do. But let's bring in my guest, and she's going to help me break it all down. I am thrilled that she is coming to us all the way from Long Island. This is my friend and yours, Isles Girl 3, Kim, all the way from New York, on a break during her shift at the hostel. Kim, you are amazing. Let's give some love to Kim in the chat. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Clay. This is amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Okay, before we get into this trade, I know you have a lot to say about it. Uh, where are you right now, and are, whose closet are you hiding in? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm at work right now. I'm, yeah. I'm a nurse. Uh, I'm in the break room on my break right now. So I said I jump on for the last of my break, and then I gotta jump back in on the floor. But uh, this was a big trade, and it happened while I was driving to work. You are amazing. <laughs> so, so just just to clarify what she said, she is on her break, working at the hospital, I'm sure very busy, um, her last 25 minutes of her break and she's spending it with us. And it's not just that, it's 2.30 in the morning over there. So uh, for yeah, all things- nurse, so I'll be up till 7 a.m. Oh, you, you are the best. And before we get going, Lucas, another $5 donation. Just wanna acknowledge that. Take care of Horvat for us over there, Kim. Okay, <laughs> friends, Kim. Your I'm, I'm not going to interrupt you. Your reaction when you heard the news? I went, Lou did something. <laughs> um, obviously, the Islanders have been waiting for this kind of trade. I wish it was done a little bit earlier, two to three weeks ago. But it was absolutely shocking. Um, I knew Bolvillio was going to be moved as a piece. Saw it coming. Wasn't shocked about that. What did shock me was the Atu Ratu part. Mm -hmm. tell me about me. tell me about Bovillier first because obviously I bring you in not only because you're uh you're a dear friend who I haven't met in person yet but I know we trust one another we've been on each other's shows but you I brought you in um by fluke that you're available because you obviously just as I love the Canucks you live and die with the Islanders just as like I'm a gif you're a gif all these things <laughs> why was Bovillier in your eyes going to be traded well I saw he had a potential for uh, trade value. I mean, uh, the thing with Bo is he sometimes gets inconsistent. When he comes in clutch, he comes in clutch, and there's moments where he just shines and he starts left and righting it. The problem with that we've had with him recently is that he's not been able to finish. Um, he's just not been able to get the puck in the net for us. He's been a, it's been a problem there for him. Every line he's gone on, he's been in front of that net and he's just not been able to finish the puck but again he has some of my favorite he has my favorite memory as an islanders fan if you remember a few years ago us against the lightning ot winner him a minute 18 in against the lightning to bring us the game seven in the yes. eastern conference final that was him you know he can come in clutch like that you know he became our ot man kind of thing in that retrospect so he can come in clutch you know but recently it's just been hard for him to produce Mm -hmm. And that was our biggest problem with Beauvillier, but he still has so much potential and um, scoring ability that I saw him as a nice piece for a team to probably want to snag for us to get a player where I feel like we can get more finishing power like a Bo Horvat. 
Isn't it funny how you call Beauvillet bow and now you're getting a bow? Now so, we have bow and bow. Yeah, we trade <laughs> bow for bow. <laughs> bow for bow. And I'm going to ask you about Horvat at the end. I'll give you a lot of time to talk about your impressions of Horvat and what I can tell you. So Beauvillier, uh, what can we expect from him from a from a type of play standpoint? Beauvillier, um, I mean, getting back, he's not like the most defensive player. He'll, he kind of learned a little bit from Barry Trotz to get back for his team, but definitely not defensive game, very offensive, you know, um, getting into the zone, making those chances in front of the net, making opportunities happen is more of his game. Um, finishing, not, you know, he's just he been struggling at it, but he was a setup, finish kind of guy. Um, that's just, again, what he's been struggling with, but he's a nice asset. He's a wonderful guy uh, off the ice as he is on. And uh, Canucks fans, this is a guy who on his stick, writes on his tape, have fun with a little smiley face. You know, he tries to keep the game where it's not, you know, about a business. It's not, oh, I have to perform. He wants to keep it fun and what hockey should be. And mm. he has a wonderful mindset in that retrospect. So, you know what, he's a wonderful guy. You know, and I think he's going to be a great locker room asset. Now, I look at his uh, stats. He actually was over 0.5 points per game in the two shortened seasons, the COVID shortened season, and yes. then the weird, divi- the weird divisional season. And then he's after that, he's kind of a tiny bit under 0.5 points per game. Yeah. Do you see him being a 0.5 point per game player here on the Canucks? You know, that's the biggest thing with the change in scenery. Is he going to have chemistry with these players? You know, it's how is it going to click? And that's the biggest thing about trades is, you know, it's always risky of how how is the chemistry going to, you know, fit in? Are they going to click together when, you know, he's on the ice with his new teammates? He's got to get used to this, uh, you know, a new coach, a new format, you know, new line mates in chemistry. That's all three things that have to sort of come into um seeing how he performs yeah. and yo you kind of broke my heart with that bruce intro oh, <laughs> i know we were sad that too broke my heart a little bit man. Um, i know i know it, it used to say this is bruce boudreau head coach of the vancouver connects but obviously we had to do a, a small edit to that <laughs> um last thing about Bouvillier, give me his best quality on the ice and his his one weakness on the ice hmm one of his greatest qualities is he always hustles for the puck. He's a Good. he's a great hustler and getting opportunities to happen. Um, his weakness, again, just as of late, has just been finishing. Finishing yeah. the puck, doing what he's supposed to do as a forward and get that puck in the net. He's just been struggling with that lately. Yeah. Well said. You're a good speaker. Do you have a YouTube channel or something? <laughs> If you're not Someone sure, why don't you tell? Why haven't I posted? I have. I've done lives on my podcast. You should come. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kim, tell everyone where they can find you on YouTube. By the way. Yeah, my name on screen, Isles Girl Three. Uh, I do every Sunday podcasting. It uh, fluctuates between three and ten, as you can see, as I'm a nurse, uh, so I have late <laughs> night schedules. Um, but you can also find me on Twitter too, Isles Girl Three, where you can see my whole reaction, live reaction. Oh, wow. you did what? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You guys think my sleep schedule, my shows are late. Picture Kim, who's working uh, seven to seven shifts. God bless you. Okay. We'll move from Bouvillier on to the second piece that you said that kind of struck you the most. Aturatu. I, it took me forever to realize his name was an Aturati. So Aturatu, yeah. tell us about him and why you're going to miss him. So Aturatu was a big piece, I think, that we stole in the draft that he dropped so low was kind of shocking to me. Uh, watch, I watched him in the AHL, watched him in the NHL. Um, by the way, for those Canucks fans who don't know, his first game in the NHL, he scored. 
Um, <laughs> just something a little bit there. Great stick hand. He's a beautiful stick handler. He's got great hands, uh, especially face-off guy. You know, Bo Horvat I know is a great face-off guy. Well, so is he. He can use, he can switch his hands on the face-off to, you know, whatever he needs to do to have a leg up in the face-off circle. He's got, he's just got a good mind, that quick thinking of where to play the puck and how to, you know, approach a situation. He wasn't getting a lot of ice time recently and we burned his ELC and I was wondering why and it kind of makes more sense now. Mm. Kind of makes more sense why we did it now, why he didn't get much playtime. Maybe they were just trying to save him, protect him from injury. <laughs> um, but when he, when he played, you know, he was... You know, we had him on the fourth line recently, didn't get to see him a lot. Definitely yeah. needs more development time, in my opinion. But yeah. when he has the development, I feel like he could blossom into a, a beautiful centerman for you guys. Well, well, so that's the, why I was shocked. Yes. The scouting report, so he's got decent size. They list him at 6'2", 190. And the scouting report, and remember, I'm relying on you here, Kim. They say he's got a heavy shot and he's not afraid to go to the front of the net, especially with no. his size. Are those two things fair to say? Yeah, no, he will definitely go to the front of the net. He's one of those guys who will go right in front of the netminder to block, you know, his view. And he'll get in there, you know, the dirty area. I just feel like he needs to build confidence in that dirty area a little bit, in that slot yeah. area. Get a little more con confidence against the guy. But again, that comes with time and development. But right. he will still be there and try to rush the net. If he has a shot, he will look. And if he has a shot he sees, he will take it. Nice, nice, nice. So it sounds like his ability to go to the front of the net is one of his strengths. Um, he's only 20 years old, so he's going to grow yeah. even more exactly. and mature. What's one weakness or one thing that he may have to work on in his game, though, for sure? Um, it's hard to tell from the little ice time he had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his... His line mates were like Ross Johnson and Matt Martin, so you don't get to see too much. Um, <laughs> but maybe just defensively. Uh, yeah. But I don't even know if that's really weakness. He would cover defensively sometimes if you know a defenseman would go up or you know drive the the O zone. He would cover. Okay, he he's a centerman to a T. He knows his role and yeah. he does it well. It's funny. Just a lot of people. A little bit more development. Sure. And I know you know the names of Vasily Podkolzin and Niels Hoglander, both recently sent down to our farm team. So I think a lot of people are salivating at the prospects of a line with Ratu centering Podkolzin and Hoglander for, for mm -hmm. the next couple months. That would be pretty cool, actually. He needs development, but I think he could be a great piece. I was, I'm not going to lie if, that I was sad to see him go. Fair enough. But so we got Bouvillier. You got us, you know. Yep. You got to sell the game i guess or is this, this is where it, that that's why i said the risk came in with this because we lost a very you know beautiful prospect here 20 year old prospect yeah. you know for bo horvat yeah. which is you know i guess lou's saying our time is now we need to we need to go now great and, and before we get to bo which is awesome um any i know it's kind of weird to talk about because we don't know what it is a protected top 12 pick any thoughts when they threw that into the deal? Not threw it in. I'm sure it was a big part of the deal. What were your thoughts? Just, well, obviously, I saw your GM say that was their top priority in this deal, yeah. that they wanted that top round, the first round pick. And, I, you know, I guess, like, the sell begins, I guess, for you guys. <laughs> like, so they, they want prospects. They want right. those picks to start coming in. So they said it was a priority in this deal. For me, it's just like Luke gives out first round picks like candy. Like, it's just like, and the problem to me is this next, I, I really hope we get in with the first 12. It's not going to happen, but because this next draft is so deep. 
Right. This next right. draft is so deep, and again, we're missing out. So it's just like this. This better come in. You know, this better be the deal. Uh, you know, I don't think the Islanders are done. Right. I think we're still hunting, mm-hmm. and I think Lou's trying to bring it all in. You know, he said in a last conference with us that the fans had every right to be mad. We've been on a losing tear recently. We our last two games for some reason we won sporadically, but <laughs> we've been on a losing tear. And he goes, if Islanders fans have every right to be mad. I'm not doing my job. Well, I guess he took that to heart because now we're suddenly having this big block blockbuster trade. Okay, so I, I look at the standings. Islanders are, are basically tr- uh, chasing down Pittsburgh and other, some other teams to try and get in that wild card spot. In, if Ratu wasn't playing a lot, and of course you can't predict the first round draft pick, it basically becomes a bow for bow swap for now. Lou might not be done. Tell me, give me the pulse of Islanders fans right now and your own pulse too, Kim. What do Islanders fans think of this deal? It's very mixed as well as your Vancouver fan. You did that. Um, yeah in the beginning it's very like all mixed up and down because we see the potential in Horvat. i think the real thing that makes us either love or hate this deal is that bo Horvat extension yeah. will there be an extension i think that's re- really the tipping point for okay this deal was worth it or okay this deal sucked for us <laughs> <laughs> that extension is going to be a tipping point yeah. And so yeah. people are very mixed in opinion right now uh, via the Isles fan base. We're very mixed because, you know what, we've, we've been needing someone to finish in the net. We've been needing to, you know, get this, you know, done. But, you know, this is a rental at this point. You know, is that worth a rental? Right. It, so we're waiting for the, to see if that extension occurs. So I'm just looking at... Uh, Islanders cap friendly. Matthew Barzell, his new contract kicks in next year, 9.15. But in essence, if Bo gets anywhere between eight and nine, he's going to be your second highest paid player right next year, correct? Yep. Wow. Next wow. to like Anders Lee, yeah. Yes. So, and then we yep. have Sorokin to do. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Where do you see Bo slotting into the lineup, Kim? That's been the biggest thing. Do we because we have centermen's, you know, we have yeah. Barzell who's a centerman, Nelson who's a centerman, Pajot, and then yeah. we have Sezikis, all centermen. You know, Sezikis has already been moving to a, a winger spot, uh, due to Ratu who was also a centerman. So we just, you know, training centerman for centerman. Do we move Barzell to a wing position? I know that was brought up by one of our writers, um, mm. uh, Stefan Rosner, who's fantastic. I love mm-hmm. his input. Do we move Marzell to a wing position? I don't think we should move Nelson because his production tr- like tripled when he moved to a centerman position rather than when he was on wing. Yep. So um, third line with Pajot. Pajot's not going to move, in my opinion. In, uh, I, you don't put Bo Horvat on the fourth line. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, like, come on. We, we want him to score. So realistically... <laughs> Does do we move Barzell to a wing? Right. Is going to be my question. Will Barzell be open to moving to wing? And that's where we see what happens here. That's, you know, he keeps grabbing centermen. And I'm like, how is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> because I guess if you move Barzell to the wing, then your your two centers would be Horvat and Nelson. Is that, and then Pajot, would that be one, two, three? Whatever order? Yeah. It's, and I saw someone say, oh, does he get number 53? He cannot take 53 on the Islanders. Casey Zizekas is number 53. Right. So he will have to choose a new number. 
Right, right. Um, yeah. With blue rules, he's going to shave. And <laughs> um, let's see what new number he takes. I, I know someone maybe said 33, like the Char number, Karen's number. You know, that's the two n- names that come to me when I think 33. But yeah. Um, Maybe he goes for 40, 30, you know, he's going to let him take a higher number if he wants because uh, he's more veteran status. He's uh, 29, right? Yes. So he, he's more veteran status. So he'll let him choose the number he wants. Um, but it's because otherwise he would be taking a lower number. But right. Actually, uh, younger. It's Horvath, yeah, Horvath's only 27. Yeah, Horvath's only 27. Oh, 27. Oh, cool. He's only 27. I thought he was 29 for some reason. <laughs> no, 27. Uh, but yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what number and all star game. I think he will definitely be still re- representing Vancouver. He hasn't yeah. worn one game in a Islanders right. jersey, and I think it's only right that he still represents the city of Vancouver. So, yep. uh, I think there's I think Canucks fans have nothing to worry about. You'll still see him with love at the all star game for your team. <laughs> so, but uh, te- technically, Islanders have three players. <laughs> very good yes voted in as a vancouver canuck playing for the pacific it doesn't make sense to reshift and imbalance rosters and it's just a fun exhibition anyway so i i hopefully islanders fans aren't worried about Bo getting hurt at the all-star game kim this is awesome I'll, I'll let you get going in a couple minutes so so lastly as an islanders fan is there anything you want to know about Bo, or is there any last fleeting thoughts that you had about this trade and any concerns or excitement or just your overall summarization of it? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I know, I know Bo, you know, mildly from my friends who have been in West coast teams yeah. there. My friend who's a Vegas fan is like, I'm even a fan of Bo and I think you're getting a great piece here. Um, just, um, you know what? You'll do what you did to me. Give me his greatest asset and his greatest weakness. Yeah, uh, great, great question. I think his strongest asset, uh, he's great on the face-off circle. He's never had a season where he's been yeah. under 50%. I heard that. He, yeah. yeah, he wins between 50 and 58%. He's a beast. And we and, we need that because the only face-off guy we have is Pajot. Okay, awesome. And, and I'd say his other strength this year, especially, he's really worked on a shot, his release. He's made it a lot more um, deceptive. So that's why he's got 31 goals already uh, in, in 49 games. So you're getting, we need very yeah, you're getting a sniper, a true sniper. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, you know, it's interesting. He, uh, for a decent size, he's six feet, 215. He doesn't, he's got a big body, but he doesn't play big. And he doesn't even like hit a lot of guys. He's not... I wouldn't say he's certainly not a wimp or he doesn't shy away from contact, but you think that he, given his stature and his speed, that he'd actually hit more. So that's a small, you know, I, I think I'm kind of, uh, you know. Well, really he's picky. like captain, you know, he's like, he, he's a good guy, you know, just yeah. playing the game, you know, casual. That's another thing I was interesting because, you know, he's coming to a team, he's not captain anymore. Anders Lee's the head of this team. Do you think yes. like that, like, I'm wondering if that will crash a little bit? Like, right. But I think. He's a, you know, and I've heard from Canucks fans, he's just the greatest guy off the ice as he is on. Yeah. And I think they'll get along fine. You know, I think he understands that he's coming to this new team and leadership is there. And, you know, I think if anything, Lee might, you know, come to him just, you know, they'll, you know, converse together or something. But I think, you know, Lee will definitely be the head position. Yes. And and one last thing I would say, I think when the Canucks drafted Horvat way back in 2013, there's these hope, Kim, that he would be actually like a dynamic two-way center like a ryan o'reilly or a bergeron or something like that so his defensive game doesn't stink but it certainly hasn't uh, i guess progressed the way his offensive game has so you're getting more of an offensive player and i I wouldn't say he's the best shutdown 
centerman. So I'm not sure if you already have that in your lineup. So I, I think they're going to be looking at Horvat to provide offense and leadership and face-offs more than interesting, anything. Interesting, because I saw people tell me that he's a great two-way centerman. So I wonder if they're screwing with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you look at his size and you think he would be, and he's a great skater. But for whatever reason, I, I would argue that Petey, um, and, and Petey's a phenom here, or they want him to be, um, he's probably the stronger two-way center already so you know i would love to know what you think once you see him um yeah i definitely you know. want to see him then will he connect with our lines you know yeah. who will we play with and again lane lambert's his whole new system new coach new right. players you know and that's the same thing with the switch you know it's going to be a whole new you know culture shock shock because every team has a different culture sure and so every team is going to have a different culture and will they you know blend with it seamlessly or will it be a little bit of knocking heads? You don't know. Right. So that's something that can contribute to on-ice production. Actually, I will ask you one last question before you go, because this is a great question. Uh, on your power play one, who plays in the bumper in the middle right now? For the power play? Yeah. Um, it switches around, around a lot. Okay. Like who, So are they talking about who plays at the blue line, or are they talking who plays oh, right, at the Right in the middle. If you guys do that typical, you know, one blue line, two flanks, yeah, one on the... Yeah. I know... Pajot will be there. Anders Lee will be there. Yeah. Uh, so like Anders Lee, Pajot will usually be in that yeah. center position. Ratu got some time on the power play. They actually put Ratu with some time on the power play to test mm. him out. Um, didn't produce a power play. If you don't know, is like three for 60 something. Um, so <laughs> maybe adding Bo to our power play will be wonderful. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of like who plays in our power play position like towards yeah. the center position like pa uh pajo and lee very cool well kim i'm gonna let you get ready to power back into your shift i am i know the the viewers are they've they've been saying as much i appreciate so much you not only answering my dms it sounds so funny uh but but answering my dms and and be willing to come on here spend your break time with not just me but with the well, there's 165 people on here. I think 164 of them are because of you. So thank you. Th thank you for giving us that insight. And uh, yeah, I would love to connect with stops. you. What's it's that? 24 seven. Hockey never stops. There you go. We, there you go. We, well, I wish you hockey and my love of nursing. So, <laughs> well, you're the best. And a lot of people are, are thanking you for your work in healthcare as well. Oh, so thank, thank you, Kim. You God bless so you. Yes. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks again. Bye. There we go. That was Kim, Owls Girl 3, a wonderful YouTube channel, wonderful follow on Twitter. And I was so grateful that she said yes to coming on for um for us for for the last 20 minutes. That was that was awesome. That was unexpected. And um I just reached out to her. Actually, I, after I went out for dinner tonight, I was bowling. Remember, Parker and I weren't even supposed to do our show. And then we were kind of texting and said, well, we probably should. And we've we had our biggest show ever. This show's big tonight, and uh, especially uh, with Kim being here was uh, was a big blessing. Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on here because I did Canucks after dark. We did this show. So I'm gonna stay for 10 more minutes. What I'm gonna do is I'll do my mid-show sponsor read. And then I'm just going to highlight some of your comments. There's no way I'm going to be able to get to all comments from everyone because there's 160 of you in here. But um, you can comment on what Kim had to say. But more importantly, no, not only more importantly, I want you to tell me what you think of this trade. And I, I see I have no clue what the new 
colors mean? Does anyone know what the new colors mean on on YouTube? I, I see all the different colors on the chat, but I have no clue what any of them mean for your usernames. Is, is it members? Is it subscribers? Is it um, how good looking you are? I have no clue. I have no clue. And if someone wants to look it up on Google and let me know, that would be great. Give a shout out to my primary sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training Weight Loss. Sign up now for a free 21-day trial, weight loss trial challenge. Use the link ptformweightloss.com slash Clay. It's scrolling across the bottom of your screen. You can sign up there for that 21-day weight loss challenge and Coach Patrick will contact you. I'm bringing on Coach Pat to my, actually to my stream on this upcoming Sunday. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art. Oh no, it's just only one right now. Making that, maker that fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. I'll be launching a new promo with them later, um, later this week. And then I see, uh, by the way, a Mitchell reminder to subscribe, to like the video. There's 154 of you in here, but only 34 likes. So we got to, we got to jack that up only for the sake of having Kim on here for 25 minutes, only 34 likes. Let's see if we can get that all the way up to 75. So we get up to our 50% ratio. You can leave donations like Lucas has. You can uh, become a member, upgrade your membership, but most importantly, subscribe. So you get these videos every day so you can get active in the chat section. All right, let's go 10 minutes of your comments and then we will wrap up and i I, i'll warn you right now there's no way that i'm going to be able to read everyone's comments so i'm just going to highlight certain ones as we go and by the way about the colors blue is a mod green is a paying member okay that's good so what about the rest blue is a mod green is a member and then what are the rest of the colors? All right, Wolf Girl, I love this trade. Got a first and Ratu for a rental. Even if they sign, having two first rounders this year is huge. There we go. Fangirl needs more time to digest. Everyone will miss Bo, I believe. I agree with you, Kempner. Two first round picks this year on top of that, having Ratu and Podkos and Hoglanders potential line with the big club. Yes. I was at work, Sam, in a meeting that I couldn't get out of. What is your grade of this trade? Early to say, but I like it for the Canucks. I'll give it a B, a B plus even. Throw all the Horvat jerseys on the ice. <laughs> we got up to 50 likes. Not bad. We, we can go higher though. I think Bo will regress. Do you think the power play lineup Bo played on the Canucks is individually more talented or the Islanders power play with him suited up better? So tough to say. I asked him that. I don't know enough about the Islanders power play. But uh, I certainly like the talent on our power play. But, you know, with, if they have Barzell and Lee, that's, that's not bad as well. Yeah, we're retaining. Actually, that's a big part. I forgot. Retaining 25%. That's kind of what it takes to, to and remember, it's prorated of, of 25% because we only have, whatever, one third of the season left. I, I think it's fine if the Canucks have that cap space. Um, it probably had to be done to make to finalize the deal. I do think there'll be more trades coming soon. I think it, uh, you know, I was going to say Shen, but as I mentioned, Canucks After Dark, Alvin talked about how much he likes Shen, almost setting the market up for just in case he doesn't, he's not able to trade Shen. And yes, not everyone sees the new colors. That's interesting. 
Peter, same thing. I still think they, they got to think about moving Shen for sure. Or maybe it's a Besser or Garland now. We're starting to get a lot of forwards, a lot of wingers, obviously. Erwin thinks the Canucks win if you look ahead to the future. Do they flip AB? I'm not sure, but he's only got one year left on his contract after this year at 4.1. Yeah, and uh, who knows what the Islanders are going to do with Horvat? Bringing in Tocket type players, interesting. Uh, no, Kempner, great question. They don't want to use the term rebuild, but to me, this screams rebuild. Only one roster player and two prospects, so to speak. Derek, Derek, by the way, I got your tweets. Thank you. I think it's great that McCannish Management is willing to trade Bo as core. The latest moves with Lyndon Schneider worked out well. Yeah, you have to make big moves to, to, to make changes for sure. Yes, but they did not address their need for defensemen. As Kevin said, draft to defense. Would I be shocked if JT gets the C? I would be. Uh, the way Alvin was talking today, I think it's going to be PD or Hughes, just like P. Yes, I did hear that they're in Disney World. Anders power play in second last, right above Montreal. Okay, so I'd say the Canucks is better. Aturatu will be in San Jose Friday, Saturday. Nice. Who gets the C? I'm guessing it's going to be PD. I just don't know if it's going to be now or start of the next season. Dogwood says Anders hire Boudreaux. Wouldn't that be crazy? Ratu's weakness, same as Horvat. It's the speed. Good to know. Thank you. Yes, Demko's uh, family, I think his mom did like some tweets um, that were not flattering to the Canucks. PD gets the C, Strip Miller, Oriel, and give Hughes the A. <laughs> Bo is the second youngest player on their four line. Well, then they're old. Wow. Ricky likes the trade. Could be huge. Bo is a 64. 65 point guy who wants to be paid as a 100 point guy. That's a realistic take. Birdie hates this trade. You could have getting so much better team wise when the new C announced. I don't know when the new captain's going to be announced. Glad to see the move quickly on bowl if you got injured, hurt, and walked at the end of the season. Yeah, uh, my, my fear was more of getting injured as opposed to walking away. There's no way they're going to let that asset walk away for nothing. Shannon says PD. Jason says PD. You're hoping for the Avs chance for Bo to win the cup, the return of Byram, although Byram has concussion history. That is true, Wolf Girl, for sure. P Pavan likes the trade. Resets. Interesting. EP, Kuzi, and Bertuzzi. <laughs> Sad to see the Bo leave. He's a great leader on the ice. He is my favorite player. What was your favorite memories from Bo Horvat? Many, um, but off the ice, I liked how my son Sean got to caddy for him back in 2015, which is pretty cool. Jack loves the trade. Who replaces Bo on PP1? Don't say it's Brock. Well, if you want a lefty, you could put... Um... Oh, that's a good point, actually. Mikheyev's hurt now, too. So who do you put there? Or do you shift things around and put Miller in the bumper? I could see Miller going in the bumper and then Brock or Garland being on the left side. Quinn is the new captain. PD would melt the media. <laughs> I think uh, Ratu does not play with the team this season. I think he'll... They might give him a look at the end of the season, but um, I think he'll get more serious minutes in Abbotsford. Yeah, Dogwood, uh, Kim talked about that. We don't know what number he's going to wear for sure. Is this a new era, Sinwa Sam? I believe so. This is uh, 
the last piece of the previous um, regime now has been traded. If the Islanders trade Horvat to a Western team, how would you feel about the trade? That, you know, I don't want to speculate. Depends on who, who it's to and, and whatever, but I'm just happy um, that it's not in the Pacific Division right now. Being here tops message boards and Twitter. I would agree with that, Fillmore. You think Ratu will be brought up from Alistair? Yeah, but not right away. Not right away. Well, so many good questions, you guys. And I know I'm not going to get uh, to all of them. So I'm just going to pick and choose. So please don't be offended if I don't read yours. I, I just want to get to ones where they're kind of unique. With what the Canucks are doing, when do you think they'll be back in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think this season or next season. I think it's the season after that. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. What is silly? Of course, you can try Beauvillier in the, in the PP1 now. What am I talking about? Of course. Good point. Kempner, it's so hard to to guess, predict where we end up drafting because it's all about the lottery. Three firsts in this draft. How does that happen? I know we can have two. Bittersweet day. Trade Demko, that's strong. I was surprised. I hadn't heard the Islanders. Yeah, I don't know about trade deadline, Bruce. I think it's either now or uh, started next season. I know a lot of people wishing the Canucks had a defenseman for sure. The new second line, the new second line would be, um, yeah, well, I guess if you say PD Kuzmenko and one of Brock or Garland and the second line will be the other Brock or Garland with Miller and Beauvillier now. I think that's the way you go. Yeah, now I'm just going to bring this up to show you that I don't pick favorites because I have no clue what you're talking about. Your Clay, you picking your favorite people to read their comments while just while after everything I have given you. Uh, Yena, aside from being here, which I appreciate, I'm not sure what you have given me, but thanks for being here. And it's my show, so I can read what I want to. <laughs> Harry, do we have the rights for Bo's salary cap? Uh, we have to pay one quarter of his salary still. Sky says, I feel like we could have gotten more. Sky, I'm going to disagree with you respectfully because Bo is not signed to a contract past this year because they didn't give teams a chance to negotiate with them prior to trading for him. Really right now it's classified as a rental for the Islanders. So if you're the Islanders, you can't give away the farm for a guy who might not be with you past this season. So that's the tricky thing for sure. Drafting Leo Carlson and one of the top two Swedish defensemen. Yeah, we can remake this team in a hurry. It doesn't mean we're going to be good right away. But it, um, but you can do things in a hurry, for sure. Coach Rob, I'm sorry I missed that. I'm sorry that you're not feeling well. Uh, I hope you rest up. Don't do videos for a day or two and, and rest your voice for sure. <laughs> as much as I love Kuzmenko, could have traded him for another first. Uh, I'm not sure if we would have got a first rounder for him, honestly, because with him... 
Um, yes, he's having a great season, but the jury is still out. I, I'm not sure if you get a first for Kuzmenko, quite frankly, because you simply, I, I'm not sure if all GMs are convinced as much as we like him for sure. Trade Demko for right-handed D. I think we need we need a good goalie, don't we? Yes, uh, he's got a, he can go Anthony Beauvillier. But yes, the Bo Horvat calls were good. A lot of people ask me what my lines are. I'm going Pity Kuzmenko, Besser, Miller, Garland, Beauvillier. Now, with no Horvat, I guess you have to go, oh gosh, Dries. Oh, man. This thins out pretty quick with no Horvat and Pearson and Mikheyev. <laughs> I guess your bottom six is some combination of if you keep Lazar, Lockwood, and Joshua. No, Lockwood's hurt now, too. Oh, my gosh. You got Dries. You got Joshua. You got Lazar. You got no Lane Peterson anymore. So, oh, my gosh. So we have no Pearson, no Mikheyev, no Horvat, no Lane Peterson, no... Uh, well, Amon Putkos and Hoglander. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to call someone up. That's a really good point because the, our only bottom six guys that are still on the roster are Dries, Lazar, and Joshua. Because Lockwood's hurt. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, I, I got to think about that. I got to think about that for sure. So I think the top six is easy. The bottom six is tough. Would you say the trade was fair? Yeah, I do. I do. I think the Canucks did well. Sexy C. Bo leave as he was great with the fans of the community. Yes, but I, I think they did well given all of those things. Well, there's so... Oh, yeah, Stadnika. Thank you, Charms. I forgot about Stadnika. So we now have four of the bottom six, but we still got to fill in two more spots. Yeah, actually, I'll end with this, you guys. I'll end with this. How do the Canucks come out on their first game back after the break? I, If I had to predict now, I'm going Pedersen, Kuzmenko, Besser, Miller, Garland, Beauvillier. Then I'm going Dries, Stanika, and... <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then Joshua, Lazar, and I don't, oh gosh. Do you bring Podkosen or Hoglander up yet or do you leave him down there? I think you bring him up, uh, Di Giuseppe, and uh, I'll have to think about this. Do you bring up Niels Amon again? I don't know. I don't know. Pretty crazy stuff. I'll have to think about this. Too much Too much stuff going on in my head right now, but uh, a lot of thing. A lot of things to talk about. And lastly, we'll talk about this in Canucks After Dark. It sounds like that Bo, as I predicted, is still going to play as a Pacific Division representative because he was voted in as a Canuck on the Pacific Division. But we will see what happens um, for sure this weekend. Friends, it's 45 minutes in. I got to get going. It's midnight. So thank you for being here. I want to give a big thank you to Kim, Owls Girl 3, for coming on on short notice and blessing us with her with her expertise, she's a, she's my go-to Islanders person. So it made a lot of sense to have her come on and share her thoughts. 
on this trade. So give Kim some love. Follow her on Twitter and on YouTube, Isles Girl 3 I want to thank the moderators for your work today. A massive stream, but very well behaved. Thank you. I want to thank our legendary, our legends, legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Just Incredible, legendary Andrew Chang, Hall of Fame members and franchise members. And thanks to all of you who are in here chatting away, um, chatting up a storm, sharing your opinion, opinions. I appreciate you very much. For those of you who like the video, thank you. Those new subscribers. By the way, uh, I passed 9,700 subscribers today two days ahead of schedule. So I will do um, a giveaway later this week. I haven't decided which day yet, probably Thursday, but I'll, I'll confirm that. But I, I'll do a $9,700, 9,700. <laughs> Whoops, don't, don't clip that. I will not do a $9,700 giveaway. I will do a 9,700 subscriber giveaway later this week. <laughs> that was crazy. So uh, thank you to everyone who donated. I think it was Lucas tonight. So thank you, Lucas. Not sure if you're still around. And to everyone else for being here, I so appreciate you on a great night, on a massive day for the Vancouver Canucks, a day signaling that they are um, truly rebuilding, retooling, resetting, whatever you want to do. But there we go. So tomorrow I'll do a, a show at 11, but it's going to be a quicker one, or at least be done by 11.35 because tomorrow is my church night. But we can talk about this a little bit more. I didn't get a chance to talk about Bull Horvat memories. We can do that tomorrow because I wanted to give my time to Kim tonight. So once again, thanks to Kim. Thanks to my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate, Perform and Transform, Personal Training Weight Loss. And thanks to all of you for being here. Always appreciate you. Never take you for granted. Listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. And I hope to see all of you tomorrow night at 11 p.m. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. By the way, how do you get a country girl's attention? A tractor. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.